Do we have Joe Big Joe or no? No, it's just us. He's he's been working pretty late lately. Uh, welcome back in everybody. Ninety four feet and beyond. We've got some special guests here for you today. As always, your host Sam Berg, the original but still the greatest, um, hanging out here with you. Uh, coming into you live from the Quentin Drive recording studios in the home office slash man cave. Uh, get a lot of hard work done back in here, boys, two days a week at least. Um, but here we are. We have Big She. She's been, well, what is it now, three times on the show. I mean, he's starting to be one of the regulars here. Um the big dog is now residing in Milwaukee. He's just throwing down up there with Giannis Antetokounmpo and really just he's making. He's like he's neighbors with Antetokounmpo. He's almost making as much as Antetokounmpo, actually. Uh, <laughs> he's pulling in the racks of cash and he's balling and pulling women left and right. I mean, this guy is on top of his game right now, drinking some fine wine as he's on the show tonight. Um, and then in the bottom corner down here, uh, the Beast. He's been on a few times now. The pride of the MICU. He's about to move on. He's, I mean, what is it? Just a couple shifts left, Mike Mo, that you have there? Three shifts of being an ICU nurse left. Three bro. shifts they, left, they, and he's done, man. He's out. Know. He's going to GI. He's going to dental clinic. He's done with this place. Monday through Friday, baby. Welcome to it. Here he is, Mike Mo. He is. He is just the, the beast from the south. The pride of of a. Uh, Corpus Christi, baby, 281 City, Countdown City out here now. Uh, welcome to the show, boys. Um, always a pleasure to have y'all in here. Uh, you know, I think we're all kind of going off the dome here today. Um, a lot of stuff going on in the NFL. Uh, we have uh, NBA uh, playoff seating races um, starting to heat up here. Uh, with about a week or two left in the regular season for the guys. And then, of course, here in San Antonio, the Valero Texas Open started today. with a pretty good field out there. Mike Moe will be reporting live tomorrow from TPC. And then, of course, on Saturday, the Final Four, it's the Blue Bloods, uh, North Carolina and Duke, their first time meeting in the tournament, surprisingly. And then Villanova and Kansas in the bottom with uh, two other solid teams there. So a lot to talk about, boys. Uh, where would y'all like to start? Um, you know, I don't know uh, if you guys saw this, but real quick. Yes, sir. Well, I guess it wouldn't be quick. I don't know if you want to talk a little NFL. Uh, well, so yeah, we can great, start with great. the NFL. But so there's there's a team that just won the Super Bowl that is signing all these players and it's looking like they might repeat next year. The Rams. You're talking about Bobby oh. Wagner. So today they signed Bobby Wagner to a five-year, fifty million dollar deal. Jesus Christ. 
Now, Bobby Wagner is, I think, a six-time All-Pro defensive player. The only other player that has more than him currently is Aaron Donald. So you're going to have Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner, and Ramsey, probably the, the best defensive trio there. On the offensive side of the ball, they signed Allen Robinson from the Chicago Bears. Oh, yeah. I guess they're going to let Odell walk. So, oh, for real? I, I, I'm assuming so because they got Cooper. Oh, Cup, wow, dude. Allen Robinson. They've got that guy who's been hurt who I think is going to come back. Can't remember his name. I thought they let, uh, Robert, I thought they let Robert Woods walk, no? But here's my question, guys. Are the Los Angeles Rams MVP next year? Now that Daddy Brady's back. I got uh, three words for y'all. We them boys. Oh, God. Can we not? <laughs> Started it off already. Started it off already. Get this out Back of here. attack, baby. The Cowboy. Back. No more Amari Cooper. Will the Rams beat them? I don't know. Dude, hey, that, no. uh, that defense is crazy, dude. I thought Aaron Arnold was uh, retiring, wasn't he? Didn't he say that he was going to retire if they won? Yeah, they, 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 he convinced they, himself to come back. Okay, I didn't hear either one of you. <laughs> oh. um, I mean, that's going to be a tough team to beat coming out of the NFC for sure, but I don't know. I mean, depending on what other moves the uh, – the Buccaneers make, I think Brady's pissed. That's why he came out of retirement. He's like, I'm going to go knock these guys down and go win yeah. one more. They did. Uh, Todd Bowles is now the head coach. Yeah. That's Bruce, the, that's Bruce the went big, to uh, president. That's the big news today is Todd Bowles is head coach. And then they signed uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin back. We're still waiting to hear on what Gronkowski's going to do. Um, I feel like he'll come back. If Brady's coming back, I feel like maybe one more year, bro. Yeah, I, I think he'll, he'll probably ultimately end up back with them. It's probably some kind of contract negotiation is why he's holding out. Yeah. But There's I don't There's a lot know. of NFL offseason news, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, that's, like, look, that's you think part the, of it. You think the Browns get Deshaun? They got Deshaun. Oh, their deals worked out already? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been oh. watching too much big sports center, guys. Dude. The last I saw was uh, freaking Antonio Brown's not signing until, or he's not fixing his ankle until somebody signs him. Oh, <laughs> my God. Did y'all see that? <laughs> no, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm staying. If I'm any franchise right now, I'm staying away from Antonio Brown. He's done to me. He's not worth it. It's not nah, worth it. Dude. It's not worth the drama. I mean, you know, maybe somebody's going to take a chance on him. Maybe, you know, one of these bottom dwellers or something that just wants to be in the headlines, but I don't think it's worth it, personally. Um, okay, here's one for you about the NFL offseason. What do y'all think uh, is the best... Um, QB pickup or trade that has happened up to this point that's beneficial to the QB and the team. Trevor Seidman signed, uh, 
went to the Bears as backup. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> uh, this guy I, I, I think the Rams re-signing uh, Stafford. They gave him like a four-year deal, I think. Yeah. I think that's a great move. Um, he basically rejuvenated his career there. Yeah, they're going to be relevant for the next four years. I I don't know about Deshaun Watson. He hasn't played, what, two years? I was going to say Deshaun Watson. Just Yeah, he hasn't played in two years, you're right. But the dude was a monster, bro. He was a monster. Um, I don't know about... We talked about it. Well, actually, we didn't talk about it. You and Joe talked about it, but... I mean, are the Steelers really going to try to start Trubisky, or are they going to draft someone? Yeah, I mean. And then, <clears throat> and then Russell with the Broncos. I don't know. Oh, dude, I totally forgot about that. Jesus yeah, Christ. that was that was my answer. Was Russell with the Broncos? I thought was the best one because he's coming into kind of a franchise that has a good defense already. Um, they just got an offensive coach. Um, they have uh, Jerry Judy there, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, Javante uh, Williams, the, the rookie running back this last year, looked pretty good. They still have a chance to bring back Melvin Gordon, but I don't think they will. Um, that division is going to be crazy this year. That uh, AFC West with... Now you have the the Raiders with uh, Devontae, Devontae Adams, Devontae, <laughs> Devontae Adams, and the Raiders, and the Raiders with Josh McDaniels at head coach, and then you have uh, of course the Broncos, Kansas City, and then the the big loss for Kansas City with with losing Tyree Kill, will they be able to rebound? Yeah, dude. And then I mean, you I have. Like, I like Juju. But, yeah, Juju, that's a I mean, that's a decent pickup for, you know, losing someone like that. You're you're trading a star for star, but like it's not the same like star yeah, power that's level. Not caliber. I, I mean, it's a it's like a supernova versus like a dying sun. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> well, the issue Juju, with, with Juju too the only thing is Juju going to do in Kansas City is make TikToks with Jackson Mahomes. Oh god, hey, dude, yeah, that's the pro- real deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they probably will. But um, it's hard to replace someone like that because he has so much speed, and they can run these end arounds and all these bubble screens and stuff. Quick hitters that even when Mahomes is having bad games, like even Tyree Kill can still make them look good. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. That's gonna be a tough one, and then the Chargers are, you know. Still another good team in that division with Justin Herbert getting better every year. Uh, They just narrowly missed the playoffs this last year. So if they end up drafting, maybe – well, they signed Mike Williams back, which was kind of a big one for them. And then um, they may end up drafting another receiver or something to help out on offense. I mean, they got got how many first-round picks for Hill? Okay, they got that, right? Yeah, it was a lot. It was like so, three or four, I think. So let's see. They're definitely you know, you know that Kansas City's gonna go after a wide receiver in the draft. They're gonna take a swing on somebody. Yep. 
Um, you don't know anybody that's coming up that's worth uh, worth it for them. Well, they keep saying yeah, like any, this, any uh, wide receivers coming out of college that are just like crazy good. They keep saying this wide receiver class is good, but I just I don't really know any of them. Like it's hard to keep up with with uh, the NCAA because the names change so often now, and the transfer portal. There's teams they don't. The guys, if they're not starting, they end up moving around and they don't have to sit out anymore. And they're they're only there for you know three years or so, and if if that. So I I don't know. It's tough, especially at um, the skill positions to kind of keep up with who's where and who's really good and stuff. I feel like. But. Oh, uh, I got a question, guys. Where is Baker Mayfield at? Oh, dude. Well, they as were talking backup, about... Dog, as a backup. <laughs> <laughs> you already said it was goodbyes. You oh, yeah. That, yeah, that he, letter. They can't he bring, a QB. They can't bring him back in Cleveland. I mean, there's no... The Seahawks or the Steelers, but I doubt Cleveland's going to trade with the Steelers. Yeah, that was the one they were saying was the Steelers was were kind of wanting him right after they got Trubisky, and I was like, well, I mean, I guess he could go, you know, have a QB competition between the two in Pittsburgh, but overall, when you look at the stats, Trubisky actually stacks up to being a better QB overall. His, his uh, pass rating and QBR is a little bit higher, and then um, his win percentage is actually better than uh, Mayfield. So I don't know. Just looking at that, it's kind of tough to to want to just move off of him. But uh, Carolina still needs a QB. Um, Seahawks. Yep. Uh, Falcons uh, have Mariota, but I don't know how much faith they have in Mariota. Plus, he doesn't have anybody to throw to down there except for Kyle Pitts. So the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Got the guy Zach Wilson. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna give him a couple more years. Yeah. Uh, I don't uh, know. What about, is, what about the Saints? You think the Saints would try to make a move, or is Jameis their guy? I don't like Jameis there, bro. I don't know <laughs> what it is. What's up? You don't like famous Jameis? I don't, dude. I don't like the W eating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think for them, I wouldn't. I would stick with Jameis this year, see how he comes off the injury. He played pretty well last year when he was out there. I would probably stick with him. Another team that you may look at is maybe the Texans because they need a QB. Yeah, um, the Saints do without Kamara, though. Oh, dude, yeah. They don't, I guess Kamara suspended for a few games. Oh, then he comes back. But a little slap on the wrist. That what little was he alt- that altercation. That final Vegas, remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Like Pro Bowl, right? During the Pro Bowl. Yeah. yeah during the Pro Bowl, Bowl weekend. Uh, hey, um, they got uh, back to uh, what they got for uh, Tyreek. They got a first, a second, two fourths, and a sixth pick for him. Wow. How many of those are the 2022 draft? Oh, that I don't know. Oh, I just know mm-hmm. which picks they got. That's well, a lot of picks, at dude. least at least a couple of those have got to be in the twenty-two. I'm sure. The 
first one, pro- like that, you think that's in the, the first round? You think it's in the 2022? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Because, I, I, you know, the, the Dolphins missed the playoffs this year, so they probably had some decent picks to give up. But, man, like, even the Dolphins, like, this is the year that we're going to have to figure out if Tua's the guy or not. He has. Uh, Tua, Tua, I think they give him three weeks tops. Damn. Cut his ass. Who else is there at quarterback right now? Teddy Bridgewater? Uh, Miami Dolphins. Let's see. I don't know, man. If you Tua's can't. Been a for me since the get go. But yeah, Teddy, Teddy, and then. I don't know who the third stringer is. Chris Traveler? I don't know who that is. I don't know either, but he has uh, a decent winning percentage, but he's never put up big numbers. Uh, but this year he has to do it. I mean, he's got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and then they sign back their tight end, and uh, they've got a decent backfield and a decent O-line. I mean, he has to. It's now or never for Tua. He's missed. He's missed, okay, first season, he only played 10 games. Second season, he played 13. I think he's got a, a thing with injuries, right? I mean, ever since yeah. Alabama, he hurt every year. Yeah, he did. Uh, he got injured pretty bad that last year. Uh, it might have been an ACL or something at, at Bama. And uh, he didn't get to play the national championship game and all that. And then... He sat out, I think, most of his first season, and then uh, he came in late for Fitzpatrick and did okay. And then last year he was just kind of up and down all year long, never really did a whole lot. And then they almost made the playoffs after they started out like 1-7 and seven or something like that. Yeah. The other name, I mean, we still haven't found a home for Garoppolo. What's going to happen to yeah. Yeah, that's another one. I mean, some these teams that don't have quarterbacks have to take a swing at some point. They have to they have to take either Mayfield or Garoppolo and say, "Okay, let's take these guys in and maybe they can get us in the playoffs. We're not going to win the Super Bowl obviously if you're the Panthers or the Texans or yeah, you know, but you can put out, you know, a winning product on the field, something that's a little more exciting to watch. So I, somebody's going to take a swing on these guys because they're going to, even if it gets down to training camp and they're sitting there with Mariota and he's like sucking it up, they're going to, they're somebody's going to do something. Somebody's got to sign Cam Newton's. That's all I'm saying. Oh, the beast. I don't know, bro. I keep on seeing memes that it's like Cam Newton. It's like I have a team, and everybody's like, "Who?" <laughs> or, or where's Fitzmagic? Okay, what's the what are the odds Fitzmagic starts for a team week one? Oh God, I don't think so, dude. I think maybe He's somebody not... gets hurt and he comes in, dude. It's crazy. This man, this man always comes in. Hot the show, yeah. But he has to come in when someone's hurt. He just can't start. It's like someone needs to get hurt, and then he'll start, and then he'll throw like four hundred yards and four touchdowns. Like he can't have the job, but he wants to apply for the job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I agree with y'all on that because 
I don't see him getting like I don't know if he even makes a roster like before the actual season, but like during season, you know, someone's gonna tear an ACL or something, and he'll come in. Uh, um, but yeah, Sammy, I don't know if you want to keep talking NFL or move on to next the next thing. Um, we can we got we got about ten minutes left in this segment. We can we can continue on with NFL for another few minutes and then start on the other stuff. Or we can yeah, transition cool. over. It's not going to be too long, anyways. Um, we've got plenty, uh, plenty more to discuss in the NFL. Um, let's see. What was the uh, the biggest surprise move in the NFL for you guys? The biggest was the trade, honestly. Russell was pretty, pretty intense because I just. Uh, I mean, I, I joked about it in a couple podcasts ago how I wanted Russell to go to the Cowboys. Yes. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but deep down, I just always felt Russell was going to die a Seahawk. You know, I thought he was going to yeah. be there forever. So, you know what? I, go ahead. Pretty weird. I, I think for me, actually, it was Devontae Adams, dude. Because Aaron yeah. Rodgers only wanted to go back to Green Bay. If Devontae was going to be there still, and that man left right after freaking Rogers signed the contract, bro. Now, what if there wasn't enough money? And did anybody look at that? Oh I yeah, didn't. no. Uh, Rogers took all of it. Like there wasn't, they couldn't afford to sign him above like the uh, the franchise tag. So that's what pissed off Devontae Adams, and I'm like. As if you're Aaron Rodgers, like you've made good money in your career, and you're going to continue to make good money. What do you need you no know, two hundred and thirty million dollars for? Whenever you know you can have a little bit less, and you can adequately pay Devonte Adams, and you still have your top receiver. His top receiver now is Alan Lazard. Shit. And Rand- Randall Cobb, dude. The guy. I mean, they're not. They're going to struggle to make the playoffs. I mean, I think. I mean, they're they're in the, you know, a division that they can probably still win. But it's like, dude, they he has literally no one to throw to now. Nothing near a number one receiver. Um, I think my answer is as far as the craziest thing. And it's not that crazy because I feel like it went – under the radar, and no one even talked about it. Uh-huh. Is uh, Matt Ryan getting traded? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Falcons for life, also. Yeah, that one was kind of interesting too. That's kind of tough. I don't know how Atlanta fans feel about that. I don't, I don't know, even know who, who's starting for them. Dude, Matt Ryan sucks, though, bro. Uh, he's like, can, uh, can, can you can you be mad about it when the dude is like mediocre now? He's he's a uh, he's Matty Ice, man. You don't remember that, Matty Ice? I, yeah, a few years ago, maybe. Yeah. Four time Pro Bowler. They made it to the Offensive Super Bowl, I think, year. back in 2016. MVP. The man wasn't not good, but now he is. <laughs> 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 Dude, the guys, are, the guys are stuck, man. Yeah, it was. Dude, the tough, the tough thing too about being down there now 
is he had no targets. They signed Russell Gage in uh in Tampa Bay, and then Calvin Ridley's out the season for suspension for uh, gambling on his own team when he was out on injury. Hey, but he was taking a mental break though. <laughs> <laughs> So, he said, mentally, I have to look at the gambling stats. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, Matt, he might actually do pretty decent in uh, Indy, honestly. Dude, Indy has had five different quarterbacks the last five years, I think. Ever since Andrew Luck retired? So they and, have not and, been able to. Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett, uh... Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, and there was probably one more in there somewhere. Um, I mean, right on that guys. Oh, Philip Rivers. That was the other one. Going off this like is where, freaking old faithful right this now. Is, this is, this is where. Uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> Sorry, ended up the cast, boys. <laughs> okay, go go fix what you gotta fix. We'll be here. <laughs> um, dude, Indy's like where these old quarterbacks go to die, man. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Although uh, Jacoby's on the move again, Jacoby went to the Browns, I think. Oh, okay. So we'll see. I mean, he's not going to start, but yeah. Well, he might if uh, Deshaun's suspended for a little while. Oh, so he's suspended? I thought he could play. No, they haven't. They haven't said if he is for sure, but the jury's still out on those civil cases. But uh, they said uh, NFL will probably end up suspending him like six games or something. You know, I saw uh, I saw the video of him being interrogated. Uh huh. Like, did you see that? No. Oh, dude, he looks so guilty. Oh shit! They're asking him all these questions. I'll send it to you on Twitter. Okay. That's where I saw it. Okay. But this guy's asking him, you know, how did you meet this woman? And He's asking them, oh, so, like, did you find so-and-so attractive? And he's not even answering questions. He's saying, oh, why? how can I answer that when I have a girlfriend? And the, the, the guy is asking him, so because you have a girlfriend, you can't answer whether you think a girl is attractive or not? And he's just, like, dancing around every single question. Obviously, he's been coached up by his lawyers to not say anything, but... He looks so guilty. Damn, dude. Whether he did or not, maybe there's not enough proof. But there's something weird about the way he's answering these questions. Yeah, something went down for sure. I Uh, mean, that's way too many women to come out at the same time and say that he did this. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Really weird. I'm looking at, so I found uh, the NFC free agency tracker. Okay. Just something to, to, to add. Uh, Tyron Taylor signed a two-year deal with the Giants. I didn't know that. Oh, shit. Well, they, so they have Sorry, him and bro. Danny Dimes there now? Yeah, Danny Dimes is there, but, I mean, Tyron Taylor, the the greatest uh, journeyman quarterback after Fitzpatrick, right? I mean, yeah, he's yeah. good. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, you know, if if Danny Dimes kind of sucks again, Tyrod will come in and actually probably be better than him. He's more probably serviceable. 
So that'll be interesting. Uh, two minutes left in this segment, boys. Any last thoughts about the NFL? I'm just excited. Um, I'm going to do my best to try to go see Tom Brady this year. Oh, oh yeah. I'll let cool. you guys know. Maybe we can all go. Are they coming to Texas at all? Uh, let's see. But to play the Cowboys? <laughs> Well, they well they should be going to uh, New Orleans. That would be a good one. So 2021, 2022, 2022. Okay, so home games for oh, I guess they don't have it yet. Yeah, I think they've only released half of it or something, right? Let's see, Bucks. Okay, so I guess they list they they put the who they're playing, but not the dates. Oh, okay. So, it looks like they're gonna play the Cowboys. And, oh, yeah, because they played them at home. Oh, we gotta go to that. <laughs> you gotta. I mean, this is one guy that you have to go see play. I think, right? Like, yeah. whether you're a fan of him or not, it's a once in a lifetime thing, man. Yeah, we're getting a second chance to try to do this. Yeah, That's we true. should. That's true, 23rd time. That's yeah, true. Yeah, we should go. And you know Sam loves the Patriots. Yeah, we need to go. Oh, and he's playing, they're playing one game in Germany, says. Oh, yeah. Are you going to pick up a contract over there? Oh. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wrap it up, Sam. Okay, you've been listening to the 94-feet edition of the NFL offseason recap so far. We'll be coming back to you with some basketball headlines and some updates from the Texas Open at the Valero. Okay, we're coming back in off the break. We're going to talk a little bit of NCAA March Madness. Uh, it's been a crazy March in the tournament. Uh, maybe talk a little bit of NBA and then uh, some quick updates from the Valero Texas Open here in San Antonio. But first, we're going to jump into uh, March Madness here. Uh, Joseph, uh, can you just give us a little bit of background on this uh, UNC-Duke game that we have coming up this weekend and kind of what's going on this season and what, what really the implications are around this game other than just getting to a national championship? So, you know, big elephant in the room We've got Coach K's final season. Um, it's almost turning out to be a magical uh, Duke run. I don't think any of their other games have been close. I think most of their games they've been they've been uh, blowing people out. Not blowing people out, but I don't think they've had a close game yet. Now they're running into Capitol Hills, UNC. And if we remember correctly, the last regular season uh, game for Coach K, Duke lost to UNC. So, you know, there's kind of like a little revenge there. Are they, like Mike said earlier, are they going to play harder for Coach K? Uh, but, you know, UNC's no no slouch. They want to win. They want to play spoilers. So that's one to tune in. And that's this Saturday, I believe, they're going to play. Yeah, first. they want to be the team that ends Coach K's career. <laughs> dude, imagine being that team, dude. Jeez, dude. that's crazy. You know, you got number two Duke versus number eight North Carolina. Uh, crazy enough, 
this is the first time they've ever played in NCAA bracket. Yeah. So, which is almost weird to try to uh, understand, right? You know, they've been around for so long. You would think they would have played each other by now. Yeah. But I think I think I think Duke wins. I think they they play with emotion and they win. What do you think? Uh, I mean, you know, I think it's going to be a tough game. Both teams are going to play hard. You know, there may be, there's going to be, you know, very physical in the paint. Uh, could be some blood, sweat, and tears shed in this one. But I think it's, it's going to come down to like a final shot or a few seconds left until we know who's going to win. But I think I, I agree that it's kind of the destiny story of, Coach K coming in last year. Um, he's got, you know, four four guys on that lineup that are going to be selected for the NBA draft in the first round. The fifth guy is probably going to be selected in the, uh, in the uh, second round. Um, so, they're, I mean, they're a team that's kind of had their shares of ups and downs all year long. Hey, someone get your microwave, your burritos ready. (laughs) (laughs) But I think ultimately uh, Coach K and Duke pull it off because, like you said, they want revenge on these guys. This is a storied rivalry that goes on for a number of years. And, um, you know, even when they played – at Chapel Hill, kind of throughout the the conference play for Duke, uh, teams were kind of given a video uh, kind of uh, dedication to Coach K before the games. And uh, they were, uh, you know, a lot of teams were pretty much everyone in the conference did it, but North Carolina didn't do it. They didn't do anything to honor Coach K, which is, you know, take that as whatever you think. but Hubert Davis and UNC in his first season as head coach, taking that over after the legend Roy Williams has played, had got these guys playing really well. Of course, they had, yeah. the, you know, the big victory over Duke um, at the end of the year. They made a good little push in the uh, ACC um, conference tournament. Um, the other big one was the, uh, the loss that uh, Duke, had against uh, Virginia Tech in the ACC championship game, which kind of, you know, gave me some disbelief in them. But all that's been really pretty much uh, destroyed throughout this tournament. They've played really well. Um, A lot of their guys are really hot shooting right now, really both teams. But like I said, I think of the two matchups there, I think this will be the, the one to watch. Um, it's either going to be the five or the seven o'clock game. I'm not sure. It'd probably be the seven o'clock for prime time. But, what is uh, it? Saturday, I think. Saturday, Saturday. night. Um, but this is going to be a hell of a game. Probably one for the ages, and hopefully uh, the Blue. Devils. I got a root for. Uh, I got a root for Duke because North Carolina beating St. Peter's. That just doesn't sit well with me. I like St. Peter's so. <laughs> Got a got a root for Duke now. I'm gonna go Duke on this one too, just because it's Coach K, dude. Yeah. Why not, bro? Cinderella story. This. <laughs> well, it's not Cinderella story. <laughs> well, yeah, it's true. It's true. What it is is storybook ending. It's uh, 
you know that's what it meant what our what our friend over on fs1 colin cowherd said uh he's rooting for greatness and the saint peter yeah. story was cute you know they came in everybody likes the upset right until we get down to the final four we want to see the blue bloods knock it out and fight for greatness so well, that's what we're definitely going to see. I mean, on the other side, you have Kansas and Villanova. Um, I saw Villanova play when they played down here in San Antonio against uh, U of H on Saturday night. Uh, they're a solid team. All you know, pretty much everybody in the starting lineup is averaging ten or more points per game, which tells you they spread the rock scoring. Um, anybody can step up any given night. Spurs basketball. Yeah, they move the ball really well. I mean, they play under head coach Jay Wright, who has, uh, I believe, two national championships and a number, you know, two, three or four Final Fours to his name. A uh, really good coach. Um, the guys, you know, well-rounded team. The the only thing that uh, kind of gives me some worry is one of their starters went down in that game and tore his Achilles. Uh, so that's and they weren't a super deep team they were running about six or seven guys um so that's going to be a big loss for nova and kansas is playing really well they've been really good all season long um ojai abaji is you know maybe number 30 right yeah number 30 yeah dude I saw him at the Big 12 championship. That dude's a monster. Yeah, he's just a high flyer. He can shoot, get to the rim, dunk on people. I mean, he's the full package. He's going to be, you know, a lottery pick this year, if not. He plays like me. Uh, he looks, he looks like Big Sheesh on Thursday nights. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's hard to pick against them, especially given that injury. So, I – I'm hoping for Kansas versus Duke. What are y'all's thoughts? Uh, I'm going Kansas just because uh, yeah, I got a root for them. I, you know, one of my best friends lives in in Kansas, and he went to KU, and you know, that's kind of a team where I always kind of look at what they're doing. I don't follow them obviously as much, but you know, we gotta let me show you guys a little a little oh, thing I got here. Uh, you know, I'm going to be wearing this. Oh! Uh, it's I mean, it's like, uh, you know, where I, mean, I our high school is bigger than them. Where I went to, where I went to hey, college, boys, out out at Shriner, out at Shriner and Kerrville, our enrollment was around two thousand, like twenty two hundred. It was a tiny school that I went to, and that's like St. Peter's. Yeah, and so, that was that they, was a division you know, three. Heart, but they just lost their coach. Yeah, he's going uh, to Seton Hall. Homeboy's going to Seton Hall. Yeah. Dang. That's what it does, man. If you're one of these small schools that makes a run, you get, the coach gets signed pretty quickly. They stole him. They snagged him. Uh, 
Now the question is, is Dougie, Mustache Dougie, is he going to be a lottery pick? Oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is, uh, I don't even know what grade he's in, but. I think Adrick, he's a junior, so he's got one more year for the Peacocks. Doug Edder, enter the transfer transfer portal. Oh, my God. Come on. Let's go. Let's get him to UNC or somewhere. Did you see he has that NIL deal with uh, Buffalo Wild Wings? <laughs> he does? Yeah, no, I saw it on Twitter. It was him, like, with all these wings in front of him. He's, like, eating them and stuff. And he's, like, new NIL deal with uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Wow. So he's making, he he's making a little... He's making some paper now. Dang. Honestly, if I, how cool would that be, getting paid in wings? Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> that's cool. Imagine being, imagine being him, like a small D1 school mid-major that's like, you know, decent, like in their league, and then they, they make it to the, uh, the tournament. Wait, why my thing was playing? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Get your freak on. There was like it? an ad that just came up on my my Doug. I was trying to look up that Doug Edder needle. And now we hear from our sponsors. Oh god. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry uh, Sam, I interrupted you. Go go what you were saying against. Imagine being him like this small mid major school and then he like you know, they make it to the tournament and he goes off and then all of a sudden you have these people trying to pay you and like you He's like famous on social media now. He's he, you know, whenever he'll probably play one more year for the Peacocks, and then he'll you know get. He has a chance of being drafted now just because of his play in those uh, five games in the tournament. Yeah, so, that's crazy, huh? That's crazy that you know. If you play well in that tournament, it bodes really well for you to get into the NBA. Because there's so many eyes on that tournament. But, uh, uh, it's crazy. Just, uh, you know, a nobody school is now, everybody knows about them. The yeah. twins, the two twin brothers that play on that team. Oh, yeah. They're not bad either. Yeah, they had a solid little roster there. I mean, obviously it was good enough to take down Kentucky and Purdue and uh, Murray State. Um, you know, they finally kind of ran out of gas against uh, North Carolina, but North Carolina is playing at a really high level right now. And, uh, you know, they just they ran out of gas. And that, that tends to happen later in the tournament with some of these upset seeds. They just they're not used to taking these big blows night in and night out against ranked opponents and stuff like that. So, yeah, but. They they made a hell of a run. I mean, they, you know, put themselves on the map. They knocked off some really good teams along the way and made a good story. I mean, the entire tournament, there was so many upsets. I mean, uh, I think, you know, for me, it was like, you know, this is crazy. Like, there's so many upsets. I predicted a lot of upsets like I usually do. And, uh, Show us your bracket. Show us your bracket. <laughs> oh, it's you trash know? now. I, I I always do really good the first couple rounds because I'm good at picking the small schools, and then after that, it's pretty much done. But uh, <laughs> anyways, they uh, 
there was a bunch of upsets, but I think that it was crazier this year because it's really been about two years since we've had a full-on NCAA tournament. I mean, the two years ago it was canceled because of COVID, and then last year there was it was neutral sites as it usually is, but there was no fans allowed. So you yeah. bring in the fans into this kind of setting to where you're in a neutral site that can manipulate, you know, games to an extent to where it may not change some out some outcomes, but it can get, you know, it definitely plays a factor down the stretch in, in ball games when you're playing in loud arenas. Yeah, especially with like teams like Duke and North Carolina that fill they their fans travel. Yeah. They were showing the the St. Peter's North Carolina game, it looked like they were in North Carolina. All the fans, you know, they're all in, in the baby blue. Yeah. And, you know, poor St. Peter's never stood a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Any momentum would get sucked away right away. Yep. Yeah, it's that exciting. was. That was crazy. So, Sam, who do you think is going to be the final then? Uh, well, I think Kansas and Duke will play, and I think Duke's going to come out victorious by a, a narrow margin. Narrow uh, margin, oh, okay. I think it'll be a good championship this year, boys, so definitely. Coach K is going to Disney World, bro. Yeah, <laughs> One more ring for the old man, and then he'll run off to the sunset, so. Hey, dude, but how cool would that be? That'd be, like, such a great ending to such a great coaching career, man. Especially because be we don't, sweet. none of Gold us really. Medals, national championships, come on. Yeah. Like, cause, especially because it's like a lot of us, we don't have a dog in the fight really. Like, so who cares? Like, all right, let's all, you know, cheer for Duke because it's a good story to to see to, yeah. for him to end out his career. He's been great for so long. Yeah. So. That's true. I don't know. Um, any any more thoughts on the March Madness here? Um, not much from my side. Me either, man. You know that I'm not much of a <laughs> basketball, I'm a college basketball kind of person. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I you know it was a, it was a little bit tough for me to get into it. I got stuck in football this year for a long time, and then. Uh, you know, finally the conference play started for Texas, and I started starting to get into that. And uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, this is a little bit side note from March Madness, but uh, for Texas this year, they, you know, had an up and down season, but mostly up. Uh, they played pretty well throughout uh, conference play. Uh, they had a, a loss in the conference tournament to TCU, and then they came in and won in the first round, which they hadn't won a, a, a tournament game in probably four or five years. And then they got really close to knocking off Purdue in the second round. Uh, so they made some good strides under uh, head coach Chris Beard in his first season. It's going to be exciting to see as he gets more of his guys in. Uh they only really had about three or four guys that were returning uh, players from the last uh, season under Coach Shaka Smart. Uh, and they brought in about, you know, seven or eight guys from the transfer portal who were pretty good guys that were on smaller schools. And they did well, but uh, it's going to be fun to see. They're moving into the Moody Center next year. 
They're tearing down the Irwin Center here soon. Um, the Moody, the yeah, R.I.P. to the Irwin Center. Uh, Moody Center's open. They're starting to have concerts and stuff there. Uh, my dad put down a deposit for season tickets, so we'll, we'll be down there in the Moody Center next year, taking it all in. So hopefully they can field a good roster. But that's about it for for college basketball for me. I say uh, we'll take a quick look here at the. Uh, at what's going on at the Valero Texas Open with our uh, uh, golf insider analyst, uh, Mike Marino. And, Mike, you're going to be live on the course tomorrow out there at TPC San Antonio. Um, can we just get some thoughts on what's going on out there today and uh, what do you expect to see from the guys tomorrow on the course? Man, you know what? I've been looking at these leaderboards and the people that I actually want to see. Rory, Ricky, who we know has not been doing well in the past few years. <laughs> Bryson, I'm literally just going to see him so I can see him bomb one down the fairway. <laughs> and we even have uh, last year's Masters champion, Hideki Matsuyama. Playing. Oh, yeah, beast. Um, Matsuyama's plus two, I yeah. believe. Oh, man. Uh, you got Ricky at even, and then you have uh, Rory right there with him at even, and I believe DeChambeau is either plus one or plus two right now, but you do have a familiar name in third place right now is uh, Matt Kuchar, bro. Oh, Kuch. Um, I'm really just expecting to go out there and start yelling. <laughs> Get in the hole, man. I'm excited, dude. There's some big names, and uh, I feel like every year that the Valero Open has been, you know, here in SA, that it's just gotten bigger and bigger last year with just a uh, freaking feel coming through dude and now you have people like bryson coming through yeah um, it's gonna be an exciting time uh just looking to have some fun and watch some golf dude um <laughs> and uh mike mo last year champion uh Jor one jordan spieth uh what position is he in right now jordan spieth dude i didn't even check <laughs> jordan spieth <laughs> He's from Texas. He's from UTF. Yeah. Right. Uh, Jordan Spieth is also even, dude. But, mm. I mean, golf's a funny sport, right? So, I think the leader is seven under, Russell Knox. Yeah. Um, we had Rose in uh, in the Masters last year, what, nine under going into the weekend? Yeah. And ended up not even winning. So, we'll see what happens tomorrow, man. There's a lot I mean, of... the course is pretty nice. Uh, it doesn't... I've seen the course. It doesn't look like it's a super challenging course for the pros. There's a few holes that, you know, really pose a challenge. Uh, but other than that, man, it should just be fun. Yeah, it's a, you know, I've been to a number of uh, tournaments up there at the Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth, and they're always fun to watch. And just being around those guys at the driving range and just watching how they practice, and they just – they barely ever miss hit a ball. Everything they hit's a mile long, and it's yeah, just, dude. I it's think uh, like, Tony Fanu's also played in this one. Yeah, Finau's out there. Um, yeah, you know they have they have a lot of golf left to kind of get back into contention. Um, yeah, it's day one, man. Yeah, it's just day one. The the guys up top will slip a little bit, probably. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see who makes the cut. The cut line will probably be plus one. Uh, that's usually yeah. where it is. So if you can yeah, get to, 
if if you can get to plus one or better, you're probably playing the weekend, which is good news for me since I'll be there on Sunday. Yeah, hopefully you get to see some of the big names, man. Yeah. You know, Rory kind of gets in his own head and loses it. So. Yeah. So, I, obviously, I don't really know about golf, but something that I got to see yesterday that was kind of cool, you guys appreciate it more than I do, uh, I got invited to go barbecue with my new Wisconsin friends, right? Mm-hmm. So I went to Sheboygan, uh, Wisconsin, and I drove by the golf course where they did last year's Riders Cup. Oh, oh nice. nice, dude! <laughs> you should go play. I don't. I have to look up what the Riders Cup was, but. <laughs> It's apparently a big deal, and I just was happy to be next to it. The 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 uh, what is it? The chorus. Yeah, man. Yeah. The writers, cool. dude. You should go play, even though you don't know how to play. You should just go play the chorus to say that you played that chorus, dude. Uh, no, right, it's probably gonna be like a hundred bucks, but dude, it's worth it. Yeah, so, that would be that would be cool. But uh, we gotta make a trip up to Wisconsin. I guess so. <laughs> Shit, I didn't know that. <laughs> The beer is great up here. Yeah, nice and cold. It's to, oh, and today it snowed. It's springtime, oh baby. God. It's, it's still snowing. Sheesh, it's like eighty something degrees down here. Yeah, bro. <laughs> snowing still. Look outside your boy's window. <laughs> oh, dude, it's snowing. It's starting to get a little warm down here. Yeah, hey Sam, what do you got a? If you had to pick two guys right now okay. for the Valero Open to take it to the end, who, do, who are you going with? Oh, man. Well, you said uh, Kuchar's in contention. Mm-hmm. Um, who else has got a decent score right now? I'll take him. And uh, is Luke List up there? Who is that? Luke List. Luke List, yeah, he's a uh, four right now. I'll take those two uh, guys. Four under, four under, my bad. Yeah, I'll take those two guys, one of them to win it. Man, it'd be nice to see Jordan repeat, but I just, I don't know. I don't know, dude, because he didn't start getting hot to like the, like a few more days, like a few days into it last year. If he makes a good push tomorrow, he can have a chance. But yeah, that's true. If he's, I'd like to see uh Rory do something, bro. I'm a big fan of Rory, man. <laughs> He's just been struggling for like two, three years now. Yep. I think it's all in his head, though. Yeah, man. Golf's a mental game, dude. And if you can't play the mental game, you can't play golf. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Well, boys, uh, appreciate y'all coming out on the I got, show. Sam, Sam, I got one last thing. Okay. Before you, you get us off. So... Last Sunday, yes, sir. I've been trying to get into Formula One. Okay. <laughs> and I watched the Saudi Arabia race on Sunday. Uh-huh. It's the coolest thing ever. You guys need to start watching Formula it's One. Formula I don't know. I don't really know anything, you know, because it's there's a lot of technical things and there's things that they were saying that I don't really understand. Uh, there's certain rules, like, you know, you just can't box people out because they cause a safety hazard. So, like, 
people yeah. get penalties for that. And, and it, it's it's very it's very interesting, very weird. But next race is on April 10th, and it's in Melbourne. And it's Sunday the 10th at like noon. Tune in because it's it's really really cool. It's gonna be epic. We're gonna have I, to. I don't, uh... know. I, mean, I don't know anything. All I really know about Formula One is uh, Lewis Hamilton, who's been the champion like the last ten years. But it's really cool, man. They're like they were taking turns at like 180 miles an hour, and like yeah, their uh... their uh, their steering wheels are like this big, like the size of like this paper. Yeah. And they're not wheels, they're like a rectangle. Yeah. And they just like yeah. they're turning like this. Just, it's uh, it's really cool. We need to get into it. We need because to, uh, whenever they come they come and race in Austin once a year. Yeah. Over at the, uh, the F one. Yeah dude, I'm down for that. That'd be fun dude. Uh we gotta bring in our uh NASCAR insider analyst for 94 feet, Dustin Hurley. Uh, he's he's our go-to for anything racing. He actually races here in uh, San Antonio. Really? On dirt wow, tracks. That's impressive. So that's, it, maybe we should bring him on and uh, have him talk a little bit about NASCAR and Formula One and stuff and see what yeah, he says. Yeah, he can uh, guide us into it. It is pretty interesting listening to him. Well, you know, we we worked on the car and we adjusted some weights on it because, you know, we weren't turning properly and we were, you know, a little bit too slow from the get-go. So we put some more weight over here. We moved the engine and stuff like that. It's, you know, kind of little physics things that they toy with that makes their car, you know, race the way they want it to go. So Nice. uh, There we go. We'll have to bring them in. Yeah. But, hey, dude, uh, I, I appreciate uh, sitting here and listening to you guys. It brings brings some knowledge to your boy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to start getting into the freaking uh, college sports more because I've never been a big college sports person. But yeah. uh, besides UTSA, of course, right? Words up. Let's right. Me, me. Me, me. And uh, yeah. one, one quick thing. If y'all want to support the show, <laughs> at Sam-Bird, that's B-E-R-G, Dash eight is his Venmo. <laughs> Hit him up. We don't have a whole lot coming in to make the show to make the show go. We're trying to transition over to iHeartRadio. They're trying to make me pay for it. So we're trying to do things over here at the show to make it a little bit better for you guys for your uh, listening preferences. But uh, we do appreciate y'all listening. Uh, appreciate y'all coming in on the show today. Um, we'll definitely have y'all back on here in the near future. Uh, a lot more to talk about with NFL offseason and NBA playoffs will be coming up. Baseball starting. And then the Masters is coming up as well next week. And will Tiger Woods make his debut after the injury? Um, but, hey, from all of us over here at 94 Feet and Beyond, we thank you for joining. And we'll see you next time.